Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to Kindred Spirits here on the Arthur Refugees Podcast Network. If you're listening live, welcome back in. We're talking Washington Spirits, the sometimes U.S. women's national team, women's soccer in general. We like to cover the we like to cover the women's team, even though it's been not as fun as last year. Uh, but we have a fun a fun show this week because yeah. they finally got a win. They we, finally got a win. We, they did. They they have a nice bookend on the season. They start yes. the season start the season with a win and. Uh, start to end, finalize the season with another W. So I, I bet you we're going to see a run here. It's going to be too late, but we're going to see. What, I bet. <laughs> They're still alive. There's still a chance. They're I, still alive in the playoffs. I don't believe that's true. I think they're, they're not mathematically eliminated yet. I think that's what uh, that's that's what uh, Jason Anderson posted. They're not mathematically. Okay. All right. They're not man. mathematically eliminated. All right. They are still, they are, I guarantee if they make the playoffs, it'll be one of the biggest stories in, in U.S. Uh, soccer. Um, by far again, again, <laughs> again by far. Um, but, uh, yeah, we got a, a new coach, a new interim coach leading the thing. Um, it's Albert, Albert, um, Albertine Montoya is a new interim coach. He's apparently just been brought in. So, uh, changes the foot over at the, at, at, for the Washington spirit. Um, let's, uh, let's talk a bit about the game. Um, a wild four, three, Result four three win, um, a game that had all the markings of every single game we have watched, <laughs> every single game we have watched in the sixty. I think they even put up a, a stat that showed all the winless, um, all, all the all the times they've given up goals in this winless streak at the sort of tail end of the season, um, and it's just it's still just wild to watch. Uh, John, did you have a you know I, I kind of watching the game? I was kind of like it was kind of a here we go again type of attitude. Oh yeah, I mean you couldn't <laughs> not you couldn't not do that after the way this season has gone. Uh, after after the after the goal scored off the back of Alex Morgan's head uh, to equalize, I believe that was like the 88th minute or something. Pretty late. Like once again, sort of really really. I, I didn't see the stat, but seeing how many points they've given up after the 85th minute, I think are is pretty crazy high. You had to assume, well, this is just what it is. The the curse is not broken. The curse continues, unfortunately. But uh, not the case. We managed to really, (laughs) we managed to not have that. Sorry, 82nd minute. So I still thought it was still kind of late. But there was just a lot of things weird going on in this game. Um, You had had stolen player Jaden Shaw scoring (laughs) her second consecutive goal or a goal for uh, San Diego, but uh, scoring at Audi Field for the wrong team. Should have been for us. Yeah, um, nice. A, a great ball over the top and a nice finish. Um, actually, literally everything in this game is kind of weird. All right, so let's, I'm gonna I'm gonna run through the facts that it was weird, and then we can come back after the fact. Okay. Jaden Shaw scores. We we discussed that that was weird. Tara McKeown scores off a one time a one time shot, crushes the ball in the upper ninety. Tara has had a problem score. I think that's her second goal of the year, I believe. Uh, but also has not really been great at taking her opportunities. Uh, the second goal of the year, yes. Uh, not really shooting when she has a chance. I would have, I would have been sure she was going to take a touch on that and allow the defense to shift back in. It didn't happen. Uh, Amber Brooks scores inside the box with her foot uh, off a corner of balls, just bouncing around in the middle of the box. Uh, she shoots. I, I might have been deflected, but goes in the net. Credited to her. Then Amber Brooks scores a brace off of a header where a ball is gone goes over and over the entire uh, where it was going intended to be shot to through the eighteen. She jumps back, uh, falling back, is able to lob header it <laughs> uh, past Sheridan to score. So that's so. All right. We're up three one. We're up three one at halftime. Shocker of the season. Uh, and, and let's not forget Amber Brooks's 
prime prime. Oh yeah, we're not there yet. We're not done okay, yet. we're not there yet. It's okay. coming. <laughs> All the things that have happened in this match are notable. Alex Morgan comes on, concedes. I would, uh, I, I believe when I was talking to someone said that the, it was a soft penalty. I watched the replay. It was not soft. Nope. Amber Brooks was bowling a China shop, uh, ran, ran into her, not seeing where the ball was. Uh, Alex Morgan does what Alex Morgan does. Uh, converts three to two. And then in the 82nd minute, as I said previously, a ball, a, a cross comes in, I believe off a corner. Alex Morgan scores off the back of her head. She didn't see it coming. It just happened. So that's what we're talking about. We got a three, three, 80 second minute. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the double bird the double bird was right then. Amber Brooks gives the double bird to the linesman, lineswoman, linesman, uh, who, because the ball that went out on, over the goal line for a corner was not, uh, she disagreed with that and gave her the bird, and then the goal happened immediately afterwards, so iconic, right off the bat. And then, in the 90th plus 10, the latest goal in NWSL history to change the result, Ashley Hatch converts a penalty because she, of course she does. She always does. She is, she is nails. She is, she is, she is absolutely 100% cold blooded for this team. And, very, and they get a victory. Very fortunate that Amber, I, I was like, I was like, who is she flipping off? And it was like, if she flips off the referees, I, I don't know if the referee just didn't see it or she must not have. Yeah. Because that, <laughs> that, uh, that very well, I don't know if VAR exists and they have cameras. Year, on I will. It. Yeah. <laughs> Next year it will. So next year she's in trouble. I even think she might be in trouble with a after the fact. Uh, I I think a fine is incoming. I'm sure. Maybe even a suspension for that. Yeah, one of those two. <laughs> I, I think I think that's I think that's a given at this point. So be you'll be looking forward to seeing Karina Rodriguez as center back next week. I think is uh is, is a good bet. But yeah, man, everything about this game was bananas. And it was bananas. I think if this if this season was if the duck was ever going to be broken. Against a team who was in first place in the whole league for much of the season, although isn't now. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, it was going to have to happen. Something weird was going to have to happen. And it did. And yeah. this is, let's, let's talk about players that stood out for you. I know that it, we talked uh, beforehand. There was a player you really wanted to spotlight. Yeah. A- Ashley Sanchez was the, what we expect. I, I won't say, you know, again, nobody's, nobody's had a, a perfect or even a fantastic year this year when you're in near the bottom of the league, you tend, things tend to not go well. And I, and I, I kind of highlighted, I think at least a couple episodes ago that I don't think Ashley Sanchez has had a really effective season that we really saw when she really put it together late in 2021 is a large reason why this team went on the championship run um, that they had. Uh, and she was a beast through most of the first half, a uh, couple moments. Uh, she gets, of course, the first assist on the first goal. Uh, by the way, great moment. <laughs> you, I think one underrated moment from this game is uh, Trini Rodman running on the first goal, kind of running down the sideline, getting like fouled multiple times, kind of throws her hands up. I think almost looking at the center referee, like, are you going to call something? And then she's like, oh, look, there's somebody open. Let me just keep running <laughs> and plays the ball and then starts the goal. Um, so excellent, uh, excellent moment from her. But actually, I think she had at least a couple, Ashley Sanchez at least had a couple moments where she, uh, you know, dispossessed San Diego in the, uh, in the, in the third of the field from her pressing, uh, just really had, I thought the best performance of, of the spirit players had the best performance of the game. Uh, obviously goes out, I think in the late in the, in the second half, uh, I think around the 80th minute, um, just really had given it her all, uh, was excellent throughout the game, created at least a couple chances. Uh, one was definitely converted. I think she at least had a, a role in at least one of the other uh, goals as well. So, um, just an all around fantastic performance for her. Obviously, you know, got a spot like Ashley Hatch for the goal. Um, defensively though, this team is, uh, th- this team needs some retooling. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good, I think that's a fair, we'd, we, we, we'd called out uh, previously uh, in the last show uh, for the DC United looking at their goal differential that, that continues to be a problem. They're only at negative four, which is a surprise mm-hmm. uh, for the season. Uh, Gotham at negative 24, which is positively DC United esque uh, <laughs> for Gotham. Uh, those, those preseason trades did not work out. Yeah. But the defense is clearly going to be where they need to focus. I mean, it had to be right. Because if mm-hmm. you look at right now where all the money is, um, it's in the, it's in the attacking triangle and it should be, those players are, those players are among the best in the league. So look to see what they can do next year with Kelly O'Hara's contract with Emily Sonnet's contract. I believe depending on what definition of free agent gets accepted by both the league and the players association, I think, Kelly O'Hara is uh, available as a free agent. So uh, I think that's clearly where this team is going to look in the draft. I think it's where this team's going to look internationally. Um, you know, Mark Corian has the reins of the team now, and there's a there's not going to be a coach most likely in place. Uh, and if even if there is, it seems very much like his, uh, his viewpoints are going to carry a lot of weight in player identification and, and what kind of football they play. So keep keep that in mind. I, I said uh, San Diego Wave led much of the season, uh, led the league most of the season. I want to call out the fact that Kansas City Current is the first place team in the NWSL right now. Talking about <laughs> the fact that this league is crazy, the fact that anything can happen, see last year in the Washington Spirit, Kansas City Current all of a sudden this season cannot be beaten. Mm-hmm. They are they are unbeaten in their last five. Uh, they have, they have beat North Carolina courage by a combined score that scored seven goals on them in the last two games they played them. Uh, that was a team. When you looked at the the schedule at the beginning of the year, you looked at Kansas city, you looked at racing Louisville and that's, and then you thought maybe San Diego wave as an expansion club will be bad. And those are the points. Those are the games you'll automatically get points against, you know, you make plans and God laughs or whatever the phrase is like, obviously the season has not gone as anyone expected it to, but certainly Kansas city current being in first place this close to the end of the season was not, was not on anybody's radar. Yeah. And, and we should, we should, by the way, issue a small correction um, from our last week's show when we stated that the team will potentially have the number one or number yeah, two man, draft pick. Thank you for reminding me about this bummer. <laughs> Uh, someone has informed us they actually have traded that top uh, first round pick away. Um, that was in the Emily Sonnet deal. Yep. So at the time, I believe we traded uh, Maggie Doherty Howard and pick of the future. And at that time, we're like, who cares? We got Emily Sonnet. Now we care. I care. <laughs> we really, we really well, messed that one up. It, it, to, to be clear, if, if the team really, it, we have seen, um, by the way, if the team really finds a player that they like, um, they can move. They can maneuver themselves. I believe they did not have the first round pick last year as well, if I remember correctly. And they managed to trade in to that slot. If I remember, if I'm, if my memory serves correctly, or we'll they did at mortgaging least... three years from now. That's, that's tomorrow's spirit problem. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, they, you bring in Kokorkian because you know that he is. Uh, you know that he has the the college knowledge. You would hope. Um, so you you would you would think that he could leverage some of that. Um, leverage some of that ability and 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 utilize the draft. So um, we'll see. Uh, it's going. I I expect a a massive turnaround for this team next year. I think the talent's there. Everything is there. They need to get the right coaching staff in. Um, do we think? Uh, do we think Montoya is back next year? Do you think no. he becomes the full time? Nope. He is. He has already basically said that his 
it's intimated that his job, his youth coaching empire in California is too good. He's got family out there. He's <laughs> already been a pro coach in the past. Uh, he's coached Kelly O'Hara earlier on early in her career. I think that I think this is just a I can step in and help you here for a couple months, and then you're going to find the guy or the woman you want long term. So I think I think that's TBD on that on on who the hire actually is. I'm, I've not heard any other names sort of circulating at, at this point. Yeah, I, I think I I kind of agree with you. I think you know I think this was a player. This is a hire. I was like, uh, I mean, you know, if I, I thought at first I thought he was the full time coach, and I'm like, okay, well we'll see. Maybe maybe he wants to be the full time coach. Um, I, I think what maybe you're looking at here is you have a player like you talked about Kelly O'Hara. I think you you have a you know another situation in which a coach was let go for situations that were well performance related. Uh, were certainly not entirely performance related, and there was clearly a lot of uh, unhappiness in the locker room. So I think you bring him in to kind of you know get the players playing happy again. This win certainly helps. <laughs> I think it certainly helps things a lot and kind of maybe building a, a better sort of rebuilding up that club atmosphere that you had in 2021 when you went on to win the championship. So, um, so by the way, you mentioned the team is not uh, eliminated yet from the playoffs. Um, Chicago has 27 points. We have 16 points. We have four games left to play. Uh, so, so, so 12, could, so 12 points, <laughs> 12 points from 16, uh, is, is, is no, no, 12 points from 12 points, 12. They need to, they need they to win every game, points. win every right. game. And then they're at 28, which would put yep. them one point above. So you got to put the hex <laughs> on the red stars and angel city and North Carolina and, and Orlando. So I, I'm sure, I'm sure those teams are playing each other at certain points. So I'm sure it's like a, it's like it could. I, I'm sure it's not like it's not a straightforward path. It's probably like a whole bunch of results have to fall away. They're not making the playoffs, guys. I no, mean, they but they are playing Gotham next on on, on Saturday, and uh, that's an that's another good bet for a win. Just a just a peculiarity of Gotham season: four wins, so double the amount of w- wins we have, but no draws on the entire season and fourteen losses. That is a that's mathematically curious. I'd say it's Hernan Losada is coaching Gotham FC. He's 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 losing every game four to three. <laughs> This whole NWSL season has just been, yeah, it's been crazy. Um, yeah. I don't know how else to do. It's not just been weird for the spirit. It's not just been weird for, it's been weird across the league. You know, the challenge cup, the gaps, everything's just been, I mean, this, this, and we have the free agency thing, which you talked about, where apparently nobody can agree on what a free agent is. Um, this is like very early days MLS, but just the media and attention that is out there. The I guarantee you there there was as the the we know the league was as goofy in like the early days of, of major league soccer. And again, you know, the the NWSL is not a young league. It's been around now for for over 10 years, but it still feels very much like the spotlight on the league has grown. That, you know, yes, maybe 10 years ago they could get away with a little bit of haziness about what a free agent is. Now they're like, if you, what you have dedicated media outlets that are like, well, what's a free agent? <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, uh, we, uh, it's the, we're not really sure yet. Well, we'll let you know. <laughs> so we had an agreement on our CBA, but uh, that's already that already is a, a bit unclear. So, yeah, it's dumb. By the yeah. way, folks, if you somehow don't have a uh, a smart trip card <laughs> somehow, the uh, the commemorative Washington Spirit NWSL championship cards are on sale at Navy Yard, Waterfront and Gallery Place in specially marked fair, fair machines. I would do that. I use mine digitally, uh, so I have no need for it, but that would be very cool. So that's a good collectible. Yeah. Go buy that. 
Go do it, man. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I mean, we've got four games left before the end of the season. We're going to have a, a, a big review show, I think, is our plan. Sort of a postmortem on where the season ends up. I'm hoping, you know, if we don't get the first draft pick, then let's just let's try to win as many points as we can. <laughs> then now yeah. now it's now let's let's uh, let's throw all the points at the wall. So the the rest of the season is Gotham, hopefully a win. Uh, Angel City FC. Uh, they away. they slipped. They slipped. They have slipped. They're in seventh place. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think losing your losing your star player to a torn ACL early in the season was not helpful. No. Um, Kansas City current first place team. Kansas City current. Maybe they'll be resting players because they're so comfortably in first place by that point. Uh, and then a season wrap uh, with the Houston Dash on October first at home. So. I don't know. Another, another I mean, team, another team that's in turmoil after yeah. letting their coach go. <laughs> I see seven. I see. I see seven points in missing the playoffs. That's what I see. Seven seven points in missing the playoffs. That's what I see. I, I think. I think we lose to the current. I think they beat Gotham. I think they beat the Dash, and I think they draw against Angel City away. And we still don't. And we still do not uh, pass go and collect two hundred dollars. But that's okay. And then we'll have a whole off season to figure out how the defense gets fixed. Who's going to come in and coach? Uh, and then get excited about 2023 because 2022 for both of the clubs that we talk about on a weekly basis, not been great. No, nope. we, we <laughs> only, can only go up from here, literally in DC United's case. Yep. And in the spirits case as well, it can only yeah, go almost. up from here. <laughs> I, I would put more money on them having a, on them going up from here on their, their season sort of going up. Uh, Cause I, th- I think they have the talent. I think if, if you tell me next season that they will be, you know, the top seed or the there'll be the, you know, supporter shield winners of NWSL 2023. I would say, I absolutely agree. I absolutely could see that. I, um, think, I think if somehow was... the spirit are in the bottom three again next year, they need to burn Segra to the ground because there has to be some sort of offering <laughs> to the, to the gods. Hopefully I'm hopeful. We got to hope this is the last year, last year of Segra. I, the attendance at Audi field has not been very good. They it's 10,000. 10, it's 10,000. 10, pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. But the, the, the Audi field thing was predicated on being able to, to be able to do what they did two years ago mm-hmm. when they were selling 17, 16,000 for those, for those odd off games. Maybe not, maybe there's going to be some agreement, but uh, I, yeah, man, 2022, I, let's flush it. I think if you, I think if you can, you can, if you can do enough, you can convince DC, look, you need to play this. It's honestly like at the very least, like the, the coverage that you get every time they play at Segra is not oh, good. You have players complain. You've everybody complain about how awful it is, etc. You know what's a way to make it go away? Just like, <laughs> have them play at Audi Field. Um, honestly, um, honestly. Uh, so uh, again, it's going to be a packed. I think uh, like the uh, uh, XFL is returning to Audi Field, if I understand correctly. Um, so you know, there's going to be a there's going to be turf and pitch issues next year. They're coming back from where they were in the beginning of 2020. Um, so it's. It's gonna be a. It's going to be a. Uh, and I'll be interested to see what that looks like um, next season. How many more games are they gonna play at Audi versus Segra? Um, will there be improvements made to Segra uh, that will actually make it a playable playable field or playable surface? Probably not. Um, yeah, I guess that's really. This is gonna be a short one. I think. I don't think I have much else to say. It was a wild game for for the spirit. Not a whole lot of news outside of it, um, which is probably a good thing personally. You know what? In this season, that's great. There was no, there were, there were no articles on the front page of the Washington Post uh, before the game. So that's we're gonna call it a W. 
Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks so much for listening to Kindred Spirits here on the RFK Refugees podcast. Uh, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash RFK Refugees. You get the whole entire show, the uh, RFK, the United 96 show where we talk DC and Kindred Spirits. So it's definitely worth it if you're a spirit fan and want spirit coverage early. It's definitely worth it for you to to join. And also check, check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash RFK Refugees if you want the live show. We still do the live show, so definitely check that out. And uh, yeah, or donate to us on Patreon. Donate to us on Twitch. Donate to us everywhere. Buy merch. We got merch. We didn't plug the merch. We didn't. That's the one <laughs> thing we did not Refugee. have their money for. RFKRefugees.com slash merch. We got the holidays coming up. Buy, buy, buy a nice gift. We got some cool logos and designs we've done. All right, guys. We'll catch you guys next week. Uh, vamos. Vamos. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So I'll do the editing for the audio. Yep.